0: Chub Step Jay Rabb. Pat Callie. Rating all eggs, Duncan Steve Chub <inaudible> Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle. Ask Mark, he used to be in my Dangerous Knights crew. Dangerous Knights crew? He went out for wings once. Took me to a place called Blue Dolphin. Blue Dolphin burned down. It's gone now. John Irvani's ass out works with his brother now. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. Suck it. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. (laughs) And the show started and happy november chubbers heavy chubbers heavy chubbers first episode of november new month new episode new me exactly how is the new you doing steve um paid my rent on time fish are doing well so uh, you're doing okay doing okay so things are doing that's a good start that's a good start to november that's all we can ask for (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I uh I do have a controversial very controversial um November move I I want to make. Okay. Does it have to with Thanksgiving? It does. Yeah. That's that's pretty topical uh This is big November subject stuff. for November. Yeah. Okay, so I want out with the turkey and in with the goose. Please clap. Goose. Goose baby. Goose. Okay. You ever had a goose? Uh, I don't think I've ever... I'm trying to think if I've ever had goose. Um, I don't think I have. Well, uh, Jay, me and, your, me and your dad went fishing again. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And while we were there, there was a dead goose in the water. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, there was two dead geese. There was one dead goose hanging from a power line that, like, swam into. Oh, God. Not swam. Flew into, I'm assuming, like, some fishing line and got strangled and died that one's been there for a few weeks then there was one in the river which I kicked deeper into the river so it would you know float downstream um yeah but then it got me thinking uh you know what about eating geese and I think your dad said yeah geese are supposed to be good and then I remembered like my dad had said yeah geese it's like red meat it's really good like it's delicious and I'm wondering why we're eating this dry-ass turkey every year. Yeah. Which takes a culinary expert, you know, 45 years of Thanksgiving cooking experience to make edible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as we discussed last year, smoking it is like the only way to make it yeah. very edible, uh, like you're saying, and that takes forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's like duck and geese. I don't know it's because if I just oh. see them fly around because they're like naturally in the area, for some reason it grosses me out more. Jay, you ever had duck? I don't duck? know what that is. I've had duck, and it's duck good. is Duck is delicious. Oh, I know, but for some reason it's just like the... Their beaks? It's their beaks. <laughs> it, it makes no it? logical sense. <laughs> but it's just like seeing them like in the wild and then you know like oh yeah they're swimming in the stuff like obviously every animal would be in the <laughs> wild if we let it be there but i don't know i just i would have a harder time eating the i would do it if somebody prepared it correctly like somebody knew what they were doing um what if it's a farmed goose because people farm geese yeah i mean i would i would do it i've never even seen it available at a duck is hard to find it most duck? yeah it's, duck it's and very geese. hard to find i find that bs uh like quail is it quail or the cornish game hens yeah yeah like yeah, i those see those of, things but th- like there's so many geese around this is an untapped market i think i might be the goose become the goose king of uh goose king of chicago the midwest yeah well yeah. chicago sounds better goose king of chicago i'll start selling yeah. geese i'll make it in chicago and then build your way out yeah yeah start with the tiktok and see if you build up an audience and then uh if people are actually want geese then you start shooting them outside the Outside your house, <laughs> I'll I'll get you a goose tonight and then <laughs> just bring yeah. a fresh goose. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, I've never had it. I've never even seen it on a menu anywhere. I've seen duck before. I've never seen goose anywhere. Maybe, um, um, and they're all over the place. So that's strange that you don't see them. Jay, you know what? I'd like to take you out for a nice goose meal. So I would eat a dog, knowing it was a dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you, what do you say, uh, I mean, within the next few weekends, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna find a goose yeah. place, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you out if, to a nice goose dinner. If you can find a goose place, we'll go. Uh, we'll record a, a portion of the episode from there. <laughs> we'll do It'll, ASMR eating the goose. Yeah, we learned a lot from uh, the Wahlburgers episode, so this one, this one will flow a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. That. <laughs> <laughs> the Wahlburgers thing was ridiculous. Uh, people have not heard that episode. I don't know if I even recommend it. Uh, don't do We did don't record even... an episode at a Wahlburgers. <laughs> don't don't go for it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't listen to it. But just know that we did it, and that was the better part. If, if you are really it. lonely and you're eating dinner, yes. put it on. Oh, perfect. Put that one on. I agree. I agree. No, that's a good way. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a good take, Steve. I would be open open to word if you could find the goose. Um, I've heard also turkey prices are on the rise, so watch out, watch out, watch out. Uh-oh. There, oh, pop, 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 pop. You got to find Marshawn Lynch. She gives out free turkeys every year. There you go. Find Marshawn, you're set. That's right. Chubstep is in the house. Halloween was just this past weekend, Steve. Yes, how was your Halloween? Good. I... <clears throat> Went to a party that I've been to a few times before. Maybe talked about it on the show before, but uh, my dad's friend has this house. Yeah, he um, uh, told me about that when we were fishing together. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, since everybody else wasn't you know, fishing with my dad this past couple weekends. <laughs> it's like this house from the... I'll do a real quick explanation because I've talked about it before probably. But it's from like 1883, the house was built. And it was a architect, some sort of famous Chicago local architect. Uh, it was his house that he would use to display. Like his building styles. Yeah, different building styles. So he had a couple of different rooms that look different. Now, when you're looking at it from this perspective, they look somewhat the same because they all look old, right? It's not like yeah. you see like mid-century <laughs> modern and then this one's contemporary. It's not like that sort of extreme. But it has, like, seven or eight fireplaces that are all different looking. Uh, it has, a like, a maid's quarters, and it has, like, it's three stories tall. It's, like, the most perfect haunted house. I, I other You know, uh, uh, it's other than the ones that I showed pictures of on our Instagram that are actually, like, broken out windows and haunted looking because they just look scary. This is, like, a actually nice house on the inside. But on the outside, you're like, oh, this could be, you know, it's perfect for a Halloween party. Yeah. But... What I like about this party a lot too is that everybody goes there with like good costumes. Yeah. So no like everybody takes it, it seriously. There's no phoning it in. I hate when, like I've talked about on the show, it's my biggest pet peeves is going to a themed party or themed event and people like don't take it seriously. So yeah. uh, everybody there takes it seriously. We show up and the host is like wearing a, we're wearing just like a, like a shirt, basically like a, uh, button up, t- button up shirt with dress pants. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just not, you know, feeling Halloween, you know, dressing up this year. I did all the stuff, setting it up. I'm just not feeling like dressing up. I'm like, Oh, that's fine. The only thing he was wearing was a Bruce, um, name tag. Okay. Oh, and then like, as the night <laughs> goes on, he starts like getting a little more angry and stuff. And he's like, stop, you know, telling me what to do. I'm not going to go over there. You know, like this kind of stuff. <laughs> And then it was so good, you know, like, maybe an hour and a half into the party, he disappears, and he comes back down, and he had ripped, you know, the shirt and the pants and painted his whole body green, like, including, like, the legs and stuff. Like, even his legs were painted green, his whole face and everything. He came down as the Hulk, obviously. It was really good. i never seen somebody do that transition of, like, a mid-party that, evolving costume. That is honestly, like, you know, parties nowadays... They're not like they were in the in the twenties and thirties, yeah. Where there was like an event that is that is wonderful. Exactly, that's what I like to see At an event. And he actually had like uh, people, like two on staff, um, kind of waiters there. <laughs> people were all standing up, so it's not like there was tables, but they were like just helping, like pick up stuff, and. Yeah. You know, serve like the food and stuff like that, which it's next level, it's next level uh, party hosting. So it's a good inspiration for, yeah, I applaud hosting. him. Exactly. No, I, I thought it was a very well done, very well done thing. I went as a from the movie The Karate Kid, uh, Danny LaRus Daniel LaRusso wears a shower curtain. Uh, it's <laughs> the costume <laughs> really makes zero sense without the context of knowing that it's from the movie, but basically it goes like this <laughs> Halloween dance and he, just as wearing like a shower curtain with like a Jersey underneath. And so I had to build this thing out of PVC that looked like a shower with a shower curtain around it. And I wore that. And then my wife dressed it up, the Cobra Kai in that movie dressed up as like skeletons, like with the classic bodysuit and the face paint. So that's what she went as. So very specific, obscure reference, but it was, uh, it yeah. was kind of fun, but also turns out the old house is skinny doorways, Ooh. uh, like massive front door, uh, you know, maybe a size and a half bigger than a normal person's front door, but then the interior doors, like, you know, I had to turn like sideways and bend down to get through like the normal hallways. Not open concepts in old houses, a lot of small rooms. Yeah. Uh, the, so. it, and very like I mean, back in the day they were so specific. The the room purposes. Yes, exactly. It yep. wasn't just some chairs in there. That was your like meat pack and room.
1: Yeah. it's your sewing yeah, he, room.
0: Exactly. Like, he's got this cove that's cut out for, uh, it was supposed to be if you're hosting funerals there. Like, it has a, a part that fits your coffin. <laughs> you know, like, very specific <laughs> things at this house. Uh, but you're spot on at that. Was there something you want to get to? Yes. Uh, it doesn't have anything. Oh, you know, just one quick Halloween thing. Yeah. Uh, I was working in downtown Geneva. Um. Well, <laughs> all right quick side trail uh i saw face uh th- sitting outside this restaurant waiting for a table uh that i was nice. working at so i was working on the front entrance way and right above the front door i carved face was here <laughs> <laughs> in in just in a piece of metal <laughs> this is a uh, chub steps the lawyer face it is shamrock Right and dirty. Yeah, I forgot to tell him about it. But so now oh anybody God. that passes through that threshold is walking under the words face was here. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. But when I was working there, um, there was a Halloween party, like, I don't know, right next door. And everybody was parking in yeah. this parking lot walking right past us. And it was an office party, but it was an office, the- office Halloween office party. Mm. so everybody was dressed up as characters from the office oh that's good i do like a theme within a theme party <laughs> yeah. too it was so funny they like i can't remember the first one that walked by but it was oh it was jim with the three-hole punch oh and i'm yeah. like oh I've that done, guy's yep. jim and then i, I see, did that i did that costume one time <laughs> yeah and it was uh somebody with the chili pot and i'm like okay Oh, Kevin, yeah. Julie, yeah, Kevin. And then uh, there was one guy who was Andy Bernard, and he had like a fake, like a shirt or whatever with fake uh, body, I don't know, body outside. But he had uh, like running stuff on when his nipples were bleeding. Oh, my God, good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, so that was it was pretty fun to watch all those people go by. Holly, you and I are soup snakes. Yes, yes. No, I like that. I I think almost the more specificity helps people also come up with ideas, right? If you're just like, say, Halloween costume, somebody could sum up with something lame. But if you're like, yeah, something like an office Halloween-themed Yeah, because then everybody's thing. thinking like it, like the Andy one and the Kevin one. That was like one scene. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. if you've seen that series five times like i have and a lot of people have you're like oh my god yes. <laughs> that's so good yeah, exactly exactly no that's that's good that's good i like it steed i like it oh yeah all right jay yeah let's hear it you want to switch gears let's do it let's go to, let's get into uh some steed not really science we're gonna get into some steed knowledge In this world, made up of matter. And those matters behave with each other in certain ways. And that, students, is chemistry. Everything in this world is made up of matter. And those different matters behave amongst each other in different ways. And that, children, is steed science. So, Jay, this was brought up... uh when I was fishing with your dad <laughs> okay god this has been brought up a lot <laughs> I know I just, sorry it's you gotta it's you know uh, I I just think it's funny repeating it yeah okay <laughs> Um. so he we we're talking daylight savings time yeah and he's like I need to see science on daylight savings time so here it is but there's not much science around it okay but you know there will be a little bit of conspiracy okay so let me put my glasses back on so that I can uh, <coughs> read all this. Alright, Jay. Daylight savings time. It's it's coming up. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be in about three days, two days. Oh, Your God, time is, is running soon. out. You're gonna lose an hour of sleep. God. Jay, okay. why why do you think daylight savings time was started? now what i've heard is that it was started for farming purposes so that like they could get up and like earlier to do the crops or something like that oh oh you oh you think the crops that's what i thought oh so you believe um what nazis told you to cover up the fact that it was germans in world war one that started it really Yes. Um, so in World War I, Germany and Austria implemented a one-hour shift in the summer. So this is where I always get confused. I thought they were changing it in the winter. But yeah. they don't change it in the winter. They change it in the summer. Got it. For the northern hemisphere. Okay. So th- we're, in November, we're reverting back to normal time got it got it got it yeah. and then in the spring they were like hey people in the summer you know they stay up later and it's bright enough early in the morning because this whatever days are longer sun rises at let's say six and then sets at let's say nine and you're still awake yeah. at nine so in or it used to be eight so everybody would have to turn their torch lights on at eight o'clock because they're still staying up in the nice summer, so they're like, "Well, we're gonna save one hour of fuel," because they had gas gotcha. and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then they did that. That's where it started. It was like a gas. Okay, thing. that makes sense. Logically, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then after World War One, they're like, "Eh, we don't need it anymore. Wars over." Then in. World War Two started, and President FDR, he's like, "We need, we need this daylight savings again." I didn't ask for this. And then okay. everybody got used to it. It was a long war; it took its toll. And everybody's like, "Well, ugh, all this tomfoolery, flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. We're keeping it. Yeah, we're done. We're keeping it." Okay, so it's so it's been in the U.S. since the '40s. Well. Yeah, but then they said we're keeping it, and then, you know, they went away with it again. Then in 1966, (laughs) they passed the Uniform Time Act, Congress did. Then they standardized daylight savings time across the country, and it was in April and October. And then in 2007, George Bush's administration changed it to March and November. They actually extended the summer months. Oh. Yeah. And we'll get into why in just a minute. Okay. But Hawaii and Arizona said, F you, we're not doing it. Yeah. What? I didn't know they had that power. I knew that Arizona had that. I didn't know Hawaii had that. Um, yeah. Well, I, it is so weird that it's it, it's very annoying. Um, I one time traveled to Arizona and I was, I was so thrown off because I'm like, half the time they're one hour behind us half the time they're two hours behind us and there's no daylight saving time and it's just a mess over there yeah yeah that's why people from arizona you can't trust them yeah i i agree with that okay so those jabronis said we're not doing it uh did you here's a fun fact the term summertime comes from this daylight saving time it was, you know, introduced in the summer, so you're on summertime, and then okay. s- the term like "Hey, it's summertime," boom, that's from daylight savings. I see. Ah. summertime, summertime sadness. Summertime, summertime sadness. That song that's has a new when... meaning to me now. Yep. She's sad that daylight savings is ending. Pretty much. Basically, they big pharma says that it's like an energy thing, right? okay now what if i told you that it was actually big oil that was behind the switch explain all right so if it's light an hour later in the summer what are you gonna do with that extra hour of sunlight Uh, i'm gonna do more stuff outside exactly you're gonna drive around yeah big oil added one hour of driving time to america and they have made billions of dollars with this change but what's their incentive to switch it back why not just permanently keep it at that later time they've lost their power because elon musk made tesla <laughs> yeah that adds up it's clear their their sway in. so they would have done it had elon musk not started tesla if they weren't if they yeah because then they would be more powerful still that's how they got bush to extend it so people would drive for another hour i see i see i see so that's the real reason it happened but the real reason or (laughs) the original reason that it was um proposed i guess yes um, was in 1895. This is another. This is a fun fact. There was a bug guy, an entomologist, uh, in New Zealand, and he wanted to have two more hours at night to collect insects. <laughs> so he like wrote this, uh, you know, big paper and submitted it to this everybody in New Zealand and tried to get it passed, and they were all like, "What." get out of here you weirdo yeah (laughs) then uh just wake up wake up two hours earlier yeah (laughs) and then uh yeah (laughs) that failed but that's was the first um daylight savings time idea okay yeah and actually most farmers uh do not want daylight savings time contrary to popular belief Okay, that is contrary to popular belief because that's how I blew up, you know, grew up believing it. it's like, oh, the farmers need it. That's yeah. why we're doing it. Yeah, like I've irrationally like, hated farmers for a yeah. lot of my life. Yeah, well, I, you know, my mom said the family, dad said the family were farmers, and further down the line, and so I couldn't be bashing them. I was like, well, maybe this is my grandpa's idea. I don't, my great grandpa's idea. Yeah, you know, no, you can reconcile like, now. Yeah, I think I can, I can clear that up. Uh, I don't have to hold that resentment. So, okay. Well, that's interesting, Steve. I would say... But they are talking about removing it, right? There is talks of, I, of uh, just keeping it at the summer hours. All the time, Congress right? already passed it. The only man that can stop it is Joe Biden. And if he stops mm. it, he is in the pocket of, big, of oil big oil and big pharma. Well, we'll find out. The truth... The time will tell everything, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Time will tell all. <laughs> Okay, nice, Steed. Thank you for that. Uh I would say that was Steed Science. I'm going to put that under Steed Science. Okay, you can things. do the you can do the intro. Yeah. Don't double click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast cuz we'll be right back with more Chubstep. Steed uh one thing I was thinking about um I had a buddy that got uh almost in trouble last week cuz he was dehydrated and Ooh. uh what I recommended for him was Vitacoco, and the problem was he couldn't afford it. Did you tell him about your discount code? I did not tell him about my discount code. I did tell him about my discount code. It's <laughs> like, uh, you just let this guy di- <laughs> die out there? <laughs> <laughs> but I kept it for a second. First, I made him suffer, and then I told him about uh, JRAD30, all caps, J-R-A-D-30, Vitacoco, thirty percent off your Vitacoco order. I told him about that, and he was uh, he was saved. Uh, that person uh, shall remain nameless uh, because they don't want to be brought up on the show. As in, yeah. you know, but but for the purpose of the story, I'm going to make up a person and make up uh, a scenario. Yeah. So, and you know what? If you get dehydrated, um, and it's not the dead of summer, you need some yeah. Vitacoco in yeah, your body. That's right. That's right. That's right uh so steed speaking of drinks and stuff what i was thinking about is have you ever seen i know they make things where like it looks like a like a coke can label that you put over a beer yeah so you can like bring it into an event or something like that right they have all these ways to yeah. hide alcohol Are you, you're at a high school football game yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know or or like the ones that look like a sand like a suntan uh oh, lotion yes <laughs> like a sunscreen bottle that that's a flask you know, um, my problem, can I, my problem with flask a lot of times is I, uh, I don't often like just want the straight alcohol. Like I'd want, Oh, I don't think anybody does. Flasks are yeah. horrible. <laughs> I, it's just like, I don't find that many uses for the flask. I want to use it more than I do. I just have very, I've never like remembered to bring a flask or done this, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, like I was at my friend's wedding this summer. And yeah. he gave out flasks for the groomsmen. Nice, yeah. And you know, we filled them up uh, and just drank them throughout the day. But I yeah. ended up drinking an excessive amount of alcohol anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm drinking out my flask to look cool. Yeah. And, and you like I don't know how much is in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I know. That's the thing. There's no concept for like, what is, what, what amount is, it? how many beers is that? How many uh, yeah. How many shots is in a flask? I have no concept for something that's like rectangular yeah. shape. <laughs> and how much am I, I drinking? I don't even know what it's shaped like. <laughs> it's shaped like an external hard drive. Like, I don't know how many <laughs> things fit <been> in that. <laughs> but, but speaking of the looking cool thing, Steve, this is exactly what I, what I was actually going to talk to you about, my actual topic here. Because you talk about drinking out a flask makes you look cool. I was thinking about there's there's sometimes where like maybe I'm at a party or uh maybe you want to look cool in front of your friends by looking like you're drink drinking and driving and yeah. you want to look like you have a beer in your hands but you don't actually want to drink. Uh, I have been in these scenarios where it's like yeah, I feel like I have to have a beer right now because it's like oh, I'm at this party but I'm like maybe I drank, you know, a bunch the day before, right? Yeah. Or maybe I'm just like tired already and yeah, I'm like and you gotta I don't know if I have another beer. Yes. Um, so I want to do the opposite of that. I want some things that look like a can of Bud Light, but it's actually just like root beer. Or, you know, it looks like a glass of red wine, but it's just like hibiscus tea. <laughs> you know, something uh <laughs> something like that. So I can so I can fit in and look cool, you know. I'll be like, Oh, I'll you know, my friends are like Oh, you're wasted. You shouldn't drive. And I'm like, dude, I got this. And like, oh, that's so badass and really dangerous and not cool at all. But also, whoa, cool. Damn. And then I'm like, <laughs> but no, I'm just drinking root beer because I don't actually want to drink and drive. You get pulled uh, over, and the cops like, I saw you at yeah. that party, and you're like, no, 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 no. You 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 have it in the car with you, Steve. You you're driving, down, you near cr- the beer. Oh, you're in, beer in, in the front of the cop you over. you're drinking. Yeah, you've got a Miller Light in your thing, and I'm like, officer. I want to know the legality of this. Maybe I should actually check with Chubstepface if I'm if I have a container that looks like it is beer, but it's just with soda. I think you're good. I think you're good. <laughs> I think you're good. Too. But I would do the thing like um, you know, somebody films a video of us from a different car and they're like calling the cops and us. Hey, these guys are like drinking in the car. Or like they just sort You know, they're. I see them just open up a pack in front of us, and then they pull us over and it's just like you know, a bunch of guys in root beer. Um, <laughs> oh, because they're just of trying to now. fit in. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean sometimes it's a group again. I mean, (laughs) it's spring break, sure, spring break in Panama City, you know. (laughs) But it's spring break, but like uh, everybody took a red eye in, so everybody's super tired. And nobody nobody wants to admit it. Nobody admits (laughs) it. So you all get your separate. Yeah, no, it's cool. I'll I'll drink my own case. No, yeah, I also brought my own. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, case race, case race, but (laughs) it's just all. It's all soda. <laughs> That's a good sitcom pilot right there. <laughs> <It is. laughs> yeah, Yeah, no, I like that one. That's just what my idea was, dude. That was my little concept. I, I think it's, you'd make millions. Thank you. I also wanted to talk about this thing that was going on, on the internet. I kind of started bringing it up on a previous episode, and then I we had a lot of other stuff going on. So there was this picture of this ant, this zoomed in like ah. microscopic ant ant picture that was super scary looking. I, I think you probably that. saw that, right? Yeah. Well, I have the you iPhone know. thirteen Pro Max that shoots in macro, so So you basically took the picture on your phone. I've seen the just, shit. Just, yeah. I've seen I've seen shit like that and worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got a picture <laughs> of a slug I'll send you. Okay. So this the uh the ant thing was was very disturbing when I saw this. I'm like, God, I'm so glad I've killed so many ants in my day. Uh <laughs> and then I did a little bit more investigating, and that picture is completely bullshit. What? I don't know if you've if you realize this. So where that main picture that you see, uh and it looks like it has red eyes and stuff. It it so what the red dots are are the where the antennas come out. Like what that picture that went viral. Is just a picture of like its nose and its mouth. Uh, if you zoom out more, if you zoom out a little more, you see the full face that has the eyes, and you realize those little red dots are not eyes; they're just where the to connect. And it's much less scary and much less. What, uh, what about the teeth? The, okay, again, I'm not saying it's not still crazy, and that's that's how they look. But that picture is very deceiving. If you see the zoom a little more zoomed out picture of an ant's face. Oh, and that's all I'm saying. Oh, I see what. Oh, there's its eyeballs. Yeah, uh, that's the, yeah. still scary. I'm not saying it's not scary, but I'm saying I think the reason it went so viral is so because people thought it was the eyeballs. People thought that was the eyeballs. Like, oh my god, these things are possessed. Because you it like, like you like humanize the ant. Yes, that's what everybody tries to do. They like whatever compared yeah. to a human, but. Yeah, if you look at the eyeballs on the side. Little bitch ass dot eyeballs. Probably can't even see shit. Yeah, no, I I it just like I said, if you it's got it's got like kind of eyeballs like and I'm not saying it's not scary. Um but like and it has kind of like a hairy thing. They are still scary when you zoom in, but like they keep focusing on just that part and it really the actual face is less scary than that. It's still scary, but it's just not as bad. That's yeah, all my point yeah, it's, it's a little less scary. I feel duped, yeah. but screw ants, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Screw I'm going to rip their stupid antennas off and put acid in the holes. That way it won't be as scary if anybody gets a close-up. That would be difficult to do. I have a tweezers. Okay, good idea. In that case, good idea. Are you aware that eating poo is actually a satanic ritual? <laughs> I, like, no. Maybe I'm... you should make a list for me of all the things that are satanic so that I know when I'm doing something how to avoid them. I'm Dismear- going to bring home oranges from the Dismear- grocery store. You're going to be like, that's satanic. I had a, a Tanzania news. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I have a small Tanzania news, but let's do yours. Well, this isn't that big either. Well, actually, it is. It's a small story, but a big thing that we're talking about. I wonder if it's the same thing. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists play that the patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi Fugazi. 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 It's a wasi. It's a wasi. It's a fairy from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Are you talking about the largest uh elephant? No, I was talking about Kilimanjaro has been on fire for 10 days. Oh. <laughs> no, what? Okay, well, let's start with that. Uh Kilimanjaro is on fire, 10 days. And Tanzania sent the army to fight the fire. <laughs> sent the army to fight the fire? Yeah, they sent the army. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, this, you know, you know, I was in the army and one time they sent me to fight a fire. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. It was, well, it was a range fire. So in Korea, we oh, like okay. shot at the side of this mountain and it was yeah. like jungle and it would light on fire all the time. Cause it, I don't know, whatever. So in between the protesters, when we were allowed to actually like shoot at stuff, Uh, lit on fire and then every time it lit on fire we had to drive down our mountain (laughs) and then go through this valley and then drive up and we got there and there's like one guy with a Ghostbusters backpack and like a squirt gun essentially (laughs) and then like they gave a couple of us shovels and like some guys had this like whack thing so you'd like whack the fire (laughs) Yeah, and like this shit's it's not a small fire (laughs) it's like a pretty big fire (laughs) like we got a Child squirt gun, and then everybody else is just like hitting it with shit. <laughs> oh, I was picturing this as like a large squirt gun on the guy's back, If it was like attached to his back. But it, it, yeah, it, it wasn't doing much. That's how much water it had, but it like, oh, it, yeah, dude, it, the amount that came out was like laughable. <laughs> I think we we're just <laughs> like shooting each other with it. We we're just having oh fun, God. you know, yeah, whacking the fire. <laughs> like, it took us <laughs> it took us about an hour to put it out. Oh my god! I mean, it makes sense. Uh, if you're if you you know start the fire, you got to put it out. I mean, it's like a less crazy version of what you know Vern Trent, who's been on the show before, who's a wildlife firefighter, is doing, right? Yeah. Uh, where like they use it's mostly like shovels and stuff that they're using, right? They're not going out there with water. They're going out like preventatively, marking you know digging up areas and stopping it from spreading. Yeah. Uh, opposed to trying to like put it out. You gotta uh, fight the but, blaze, not the fire. That's what I say. Ooh, I like it. I don't know what so it means, but. so they had so they set the army up, and they were the ones that were in charge of this mass Kilimanjaro fire. Imagine being like at the top of the mountain, You're like oh, I just hiked up. Now I'm trying to come back down. And it's just on, <laughs> on fire. God, <laughs> how bad would that a be? Bitch. Yeah, That's, it started at a climbing site, actually. Oh God, of course. <laughs> yeah. Um... Apparently, students were using twigs and branches to put out the fire. Oh, good idea! It's <laughs> flam- <something> flammable. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't He's explain. Gasoline. He's it doesn't gasoline. Explain. to put out the fire. Maybe they were doing the same thing, like hitting it or something. But uh, yeah. Uh, God. Then maybe, maybe get some fire guys in there. Big mountain, though. Yeah. So that's my Tanzania news. I just thought it was fun. No, I Best like it. Well, Army. speaking, of, we'll, we'll we'll talk about mine real quick here. This was sent by. Uh, Hamboy, who's been on the show before. Hamboy. Ham so boy. one of the largest uh, elephants, they believe it might be the largest currently in the world right now, is 8,000 kilograms Oof. large. And this is the largest ever was 11,000 kilograms. Just so you know, that's, that's 17,636 pounds. 8,000 is? Yeah. Remember last week oh where we God. had the money, the European money to dollar, and I thought it was 2 to 1? This one yeah. actually is 2.2. There you two. go. There you go. So, yeah, eight th- that's insanely huge elephant. Yeah. yeah that's I weird. don't even know how you could feed, like, imagine how much food that eats and stuff. And, like, you could probably right. hear that. Like, if it's walking to stuff, like, you're hearing that. Like, kind of, when you see Jurassic... Park movies and you could like the house shakes when it's around you. I'm sure that's what happens when this thing walks. I don't understand how they're still that big. Also, did they just like discover this thing like recently? Yeah, it's in a wildlife sanctuary. Oh, um, so they've known about it. Yeah, yeah, they've known about it. But I mean, it's now at the point now it's grown to the size where it's notable and making the news. Just eight thousand, eight thousand kilograms. Yeah, sixteen thousand. That's eight, 000 ton- eight tons. Eight tons. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, 8 tons. That's wild. It's too big. It's too big for me. It's too big for they me. They eat not, too many trees. That it. thing probably yeah. eats, eight, you know, 8 trees a day. And they need those trees for the peanuts or cashews or whatever they're growing. The right. cashews. They're the yeah. world's <laughs> largest exporter of cashews, and the US yes. has a monopoly on Tanzanian cashews. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I know that. <laughs> yes. Nice. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll wrap it up there then, Steve. Uh, we will have uh, people check out our Instagram, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. And also send us, you guys, if you have any articles like Tanzania articles, anything that you want us to talk about, email us chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. We like the emails. New episodes every Thursday. The show has ended. Uh oh. Be- uh oh. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is yasin.